Welcome to California Now, a podcast produced by Visit California. I'm Saturius Johnson. California's theme parks are open again, and this episode we'll be talking about three of them, starting with Universal Studios Hollywood. The energy is just something that I haven't seen before because everybody's just ready to get out. And like I said, the employees especially, they're just happy to be back. It's a really positive time. Next, we'll head to the Disneyland Resort in Anaheim to hear about some exciting new developments. Seeing the faces, the excitement, you really understand how much it means to everyone. And we'll visit Legoland California Resort, a theme park you could easily spend multiple days exploring. That's all coming up on California Now. When you visit a place like Universal Studios Hollywood, the rides and attractions are designed to surpass anything you could imagine. My next guest's job is to dream up exactly those types of surprises, then make them a reality. John Corfino is senior director and executive producer at Universal Studios Hollywood. He's here to tell us what to look forward to on your next visit and also share insights about the park's reopening. Welcome to California Now, John. Thanks so much. Pleasure to be here. So, you know, to start out, it sounds like you have a really cool job. Can you tell us a bit about what it's like, say, what a typical Tuesday is like for you? Um, I can try, but the, the, the best way to describe it is there's no typical. It's all, <laughs> it's actually one of the great parts of, of my job is it's a new thing every day. You know, we're in the business of working with some of the most talented people in the world um, to help bring all of these attractions to life and to kind of create these experiences and working with some fa- fantastic filmmakers and, uh, like I said, every day is different because we're always trying to do something different. We're always trying to raise the bar and evolve where we're going to go to. So uh, it's a it's a real exciting part of the job. Yeah, it sounds like it. And you know, just briefly, like, how, what's your background? How did you get How did you get that job? It's not a story that that makes a lot of sense. Um, <laughs> it, it, a long, long time ago, um, I actually started working in the park um, as a summer job and. Uh, my father was actually in the in the movie business, and I swore to never go anywhere close to the entertainment business. It shows you how well that worked out. Right. Um, and then, uh, you know, I, it just kind of got into my blood, and I started uh, working into other positions, and I worked into being a show guy there for a while, and then I ran entertainment, and then it kind of just evolved, and I ended up uh, being involved uh, with the team who put the first gate of Universal Studios Orlando together and actually helped to build that. And... Uh, you know, it all kind of took off from there. Wow, really exciting, really cool. So, you know, I want to talk about some of the park's new attractions. But first, can we can we take a moment to go back in time to last March when COVID-19 hit? I mean, you had projects you had been working on, attractions you were excited to share with the world. What was it like to have everything shut down so abruptly? Um, it was shocking, quite frankly. I mean, nothing that any of us in the industry had ever seen before. Um, and it's kind of ironic because... The evolution of where we were last March was at that place where we're close to opening um, some of these, these new attractions, which means we're, we're hosting executives from the studio and our IP partners uh, from Illumination and you know the folks from Filmed Group on Jurassic World. And we're just about ready to open up and all of a sudden the doors just shut. And hmm. you know, quite frankly, initially we all thought, okay, well, it's March and, and by surely by before summer and then surely by 4th of July and then, well, maybe by August. And it just kept on going. And mm. I'll tell you the strangest sensation is to walk through a theme park like Universal Studios Hollywood 
where you're used to seeing thousands and thousands of people and all of a sudden there's just nobody. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I hear that, that, that you have to still operate the rides even when the park is closed. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. There's, there are a lot of requirements, but we tend to, you know, for safety purposes, but we actually do a really fantastic job of exceeding those. And, and, you know, you don't, it's like if you had a swimming pool and you shut off your pool filter for a year and then you turned it back on, it would probably have seized up. So you'd never do that with a ride. You'd operate it, but you really have to operate everything. You have to operate the ride systems, the, the, the animated figures, you know, you're working on trams, so you still need to keep things in shape and ready to go because it's a vital part of how things will come up out of uh, this dormant period. So uh, there was a there was a crew that was dedicated to basically keeping us at that level. Right, and so so you have this empty park for a year, and you have the rides going, and there's no one there. It must have it must have felt very surreal at some point. Very surreal. I mean, and to be clear, it's not like they're running all the time, but just like to, to be in there and have you're having to keep things moving on a little bit. And again, just nobody. It's almost like a bad Twilight Zone episode. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's really, it's very surreal. So, so now that people are coming back to Universal Studios Hollywood, how does that feel? I mean, what's it like to see smiling families enjoying your handiwork? It is everything that we are in this business to experience, quite frankly, because our, the real joy is in, is in seeing those reactions to folks, you know, seeing it for the first time, much less being gone for a year from the theme park business in its entirety from Southern California anyway, and then come back. So it's, it's absolutely been really, really terrific. And uh, the energy is just, you know, it's something that it, I haven't seen before because everybody's just ready to get out and, uh, and like I said, the employees especially, they're just happy to be back. And uh, it's a really positive time. So let's talk about some of the new attractions that you've been uh, waiting for guests to experience. Um, why don't we start with The Secret Life of Pets? What's the idea behind that ride? Well, The Secret Life of Pets Off the Leash is kind of bringing to life this fantastic um, brand and franchise from our partners at Illumination. And you know, we've all seen the films and the premise behind the films was really, okay, well, gee, what are our pets really doing when we're not there? And so, you know, we get a glimpse behind our, our doors when, when we're not at home. And so you take a look at all those rich characters and, and, and the adventures they get into. And in our case, what we want to do is really dimensionalize that experience. And so, you know, you think to yourself, how do you do that? And in our case, what we wanted to do was really come up with a fantastic storyline um, and a big part of that, because in The Secret Life of Pets, the humans are there, but they're kind of in the background. So we created the, the story that you are actually, for the moment you enter into Katie's apartment, that beautiful, iconic red brick apartment, you are recognized as a lost puppy without a, a <laughs> collar on. And every, uh, every one of the characters throughout the queue line, and some of them are physical animated characters, there's some media, but they're all interacting with you as if you are this lost puppy. And then the storyline begins to build and it's like, well, Snowball will know what to do because he's always got great ideas. And so we run into Snowball and he says, oh, you're lost puppies. Hey, I got it. I know there's an adoption fair happening today um, and we're going to get you across town. And so we go on this adventure. And so you you end up going into the ride and you know you start thinking to yourself, okay, well, how do I normally see lost puppies? Well, they're usually in cardboard boxes, you know, somewhere where you somebody's trying to sell them to you or whatever else. So the ride vehicle is a cardboard box <laughs> and, and you're taking off down and you're going to go on this adventure. 
through a lot of the areas that you may recognize from the films and some areas where you don't. And we also added this really fantastic technology that we're very proud of that we came up with ourselves inside the company of this gesture tracking um, uh, technology where it's basically you, you go by a window and you see yourself on TV, but you see yourself as a pet. Oh, that's so, funny. so it reinforces constantly that you are this pet. And then of course the other uh, characters are reinforcing that you are, and then you, you have this experience with this gesture tracking a couple of different times throughout the experience. And it's really great because it's such a rich uh, environment. There are 64 animated figures. There's a, just a ton of fantastic Easter eggs. We really had to play, got the opportunity to play with a lot of uh, uh, interesting technology in a different kind of way that made it very immersive from you know, video mapping and, and other types of, um, I'll say illusions or physical experiences mm -hmm. that are different from what people may have expected before in terms of it's not a, it's not a simulation film. It's not a media based attraction, but you're actually in this environment. And, you know, that's part of the whole emotional heartstring connection with these great characters um, from the film, which culminates of course, in the best day of a pet's life. And quite frankly, one of the best days of a, of a person's life is you find your own forever family and you're adopted and taken home. And that's kind of the culmination of the whole ride. So right. it's really a very heartfelt, um, emotional connecting experience. And, you know, it also kind of complements the entire area of that park where now we have Despicable Me, we have Super Silly Funland with the water play area, and then now we have uh, Secret Life of Pets off the leash, which kind of rounds out this whole neighborhood of illumination products and films that we can enjoy. And it's a great place for the family to be, which I think... Um, is something that was a great addition to the park. Right. And I mean, these, these experiences you're talking about, especially the, the, the new one, Secret Life of Pets, I mean, they, they sound so, you know, incredibly immersive, like you're almost expanding or maybe exploding consumer expectations. Um, is, is that the way you see it? Well, certainly our intent to try to do that. I mean, you know, the great part about these characters, and again, you know, Illumination is just so... I mean, they're famous for these fantastically rich, you know, storylines that if you were to go through this experience, there's a kind of a backstory behind each one of the characters. And, you know, there's almost no way you can see all the characters at one time. And they don't just do these repeating things. They do a series of, of, of activities. So, you know, you really get a chance to experience it, you know, a couple different ways each time you see it. So um, we definitely tried to push it to the next level. It's a, it's a type of an attraction we really haven't done a lot of before, but we just had such a great time, you know, pulling this together and, and we couldn't be more thrilled with the response that we're getting so far. Oh, I can imagine. You know, there's also something fresh for fans of dinosaurs in Jurassic World, right? Tell us about that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Jurassic uh, World is a fantastic uh, experience. Um, uh, as, as you mentioned, um, we had a little bit of extra time to pull it together, and it's always our intent, as I said earlier, to elevate and uh, you know evolve and, and raise the bar. And we have a brand new addition to uh, our Jurassic World, and that is the Indominus Rex, uh, which is a very very large dinosaur. And you know, when we first started thinking about the attraction, and you know, when you say the words Jurassic World, you know that is that is a big statement, and so you really have to say you know go big or go home. How do you right. really, you know, achieve that? And so, you know, we're, we're very pleased with, you know, the Mosasaurus underwater uh, aquarium that actually 
creates this illusion that you've got this creature that's 65 feet long swimming all around you. <laughs> but to have the Indominus Rex now, basically in that in that final chapter of the experience, you know, appear to walk at you and she's towering over your head and she comes down and lunges at you and then she hmm. turns. She is massively huge. And to see something that big move that quickly is something that I certainly haven't seen before. So uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're really excited about that and really excited to share that with our, our, our visitors. Do, do you ever get a chance to see how people are reacting to it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have uh, we have some people who are, I'll say, pretty, pretty deep uh, disciples of the Jurassic ethos. And uh, um, it was really one of the most uh, rewarding parts to, to kind of sit back a little bit and see the first few vehicles come down and just see the reaction of people. And they're like, oh, my God, that's great. Next level. It was just, you know, and to hear that is very gratifying for the entire team. That is very cool. You know, so before we wrap up, uh, to be thorough, um, let's cover what's different now uh, that the park has reopened in the interest of keeping folks safe. So what precautions can I expect? Well, um, we this is something we take extremely seriously. Um, and I, I, I just have to kind of do a little bit of a shout out to, you know, our, our operational partners. I mean, everybody uh, from food service and entertainment and everybody at the park who supports this you know, new world and reality that we live in. So there is a whole lot of, you know, we have our social distancing where, you know, we, we, we're pacing people at a certain pace through queue lines at a certain pace through um, attractions or in food, you know, everything is wiped down between every single ride. You have to sanitize your hands before you even get on a ride. Um, you know, we have the barriers, protective barriers between any point of sale cash register and if you're going in by retail. So, you know, everything that you think you're experiencing out normally in the world now we actually try to go beyond that because we take this very seriously um and there's nothing more important to us than the safety of our guests mm -hmm. so, so, so it sounds like you know while i'm on a ride along with other people we might all be screaming but from a safe distance not necessarily you know elbow to, to elbow oh no uh, absolutely in fact if you were to ride jurassic world as an example you know if you're from the same household maybe you're in the same row but you're not going to be in, in there's nobody going to be in the front in front of you in a row it's you know we it, it's we work very carefully with, you know, the state and other agencies to determine the best and safest way to operate all of our all of our attractions. That's great. All right. So one last thing, um, you know, for folks that have been dreaming for so long of getting back to Universal Studios Hollywood and wondering when's the right time to go, what do you want to tell them? I want to tell them come up right now. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, uh, I mean, you know, we're. If we're open and, um, you know, the, everything is up and uh, up and operating for the most part right now. I mean, uh, one of our shows, I think the special effects stage is not open currently right now, um, but everything else is open. Uh, restaurants are open. And uh, like I said, it's a great time to come. Um, so please, please come on up. That sounds great. So great to hear that. John, this has really been a, a really fun conversation. Thank you so much for joining us on California Now. My pleasure. Thank you so much. John Corfino is Senior Director and Executive Producer at Universal Studios Hollywood. As always, we'll have links to all the places we talked about on today's episode and lots more on our website, visitcalifornia.com slash podcast. This is California Now. I happen to be a history buff, and one phenomenal place you can go to explore the past is California's beautiful gold country. 
This part of the state is perfect for an amazing American road trip down Highway 49. The highway is numbered for the 49ers, the wave of people who rushed to the area to search for gold in 1849, and it cuts a 300-mile arc through the mountains east of Sacramento. And you can combine gold rush history and small, authentic American West towns with majestic scenery and a sensational culinary scene. There are one-of-a-kind restaurants and microbreweries and over 200 wineries. Plus, it's a paradise for outdoor adventurers. The possibilities range from hiking and biking to skiing and snowboarding to even whitewater rafting and caving. To get started on your amazing American road trip, go to visitgoldcountry.com and click on the About tab to find a terrific map that will help you plan your getaway. That's visitgoldcountry.com. No episode about theme parks reopening in California would be complete without a nod to the Disneyland Resort in Anaheim. We have two guests here to tell us what you can expect when you go to catch up with Mickey and the gang. First, let's introduce Rafa Barron as an ambassador at the Disneyland Resort. He's one of the smiling faces who might help you get your bearings while you're there. Welcome to California Now, Rafa. Thank you, Soterios. Thank you for having me. And we also have Kiki Yi, a planned Disney panelist based in Sacramento who specializes in the Disneyland Resort. If you're planning a trip and have questions, she might be the one to respond online and get you a personalized answer. Welcome to California Now, Kiki. Thank you, Soterios. Great to be here. Rafa, let's start with you. What exactly is a Disney ambassador? Sure. So as a Disneyland ambassador, I get to represent all the cast members that work at the resort. And also the resort itself. So that's the two theme parks, Disneyland Park and Disney California Adventure Park, the downtown Disney district and the three hotels. So I represent the resort everywhere I go, either the community events, media events. And let me tell you, it's a super, super fun job. Do you actually get to interact with the guests? I do. I do. I get to interact with the guests. And honestly, that's one of my favorite things to do because... Once you are in Disneyland and you see the guests there, it's, you know, seeing their smiley faces, for example, seeing the kids dressed up. And for me, it's one of my favorite things to do. So. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Disneyland Resort is such an iconic institution. Um, during the pandemic, it must have been really hard to imagine, you know, imagine the gates closed. It's true. You know, for me, I mean, as a kid going to Disneyland, you know, often and just not seeing the park open was, you know, was a little bit, uh, it was a very, very emotional, to be honest. But, you know, the, I think the emotional connection that the park has and with the guest, it's very, very strong. And it, it, it was a little bit difficult, but, you know, the gates are open now and we are super, super excited to welcome everyone back. Absolutely. That's right. The resort reopened on April 30th, which is really great. How did that first weekend unfold? Let me tell you, Stereos, it was so much fun and very, very emotional. I I was very lucky to be there when the gates opened for the guests the first time. <laughs> and it was, you know, goosebumps all over because <laughs> seeing their faces, the excitement, and you really understand how much it means to, to everyone. Uh, being at the Disneyland, it's just such a magical place and it brings really so much magic and great memories for everyone and been looking at everyone coming in going through the gates uh, uh walking on main street seeing their faces people were crying of excitement mm -hmm. it was just something that i'm not gonna lie to you 
I'm never, never forget it. I can definitely say it's one of my biggest memories in my life so far. Oh, I totally believe that, especially after the year that everyone's had. I mean, just to be able to go back and have an experience like, uh, you know, a fun experience at Disneyland. Um, but of course, you know, everybody's also focused on safety these days. So can you tell us a little bit about the health and safety protocols going on right now at the resort? Of course, yeah. You know, for us at Disneyland, safety, it's a priority. You know, the safety of our guests and the safety of our cast members as well, too. And we take that very, very seriously. So we follow very closely all the guidelines that the authorities are, you know, are giving uh, currently. And we have plenty of uh, hand-washing stations. We have antibacterial gel station. And obviously, you know, you have to wear a mask when you visit our resorts. We practice, you know, physical distancing. But at the same time, our guests, you know, will be able to say hello to Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Pluto, and all their favorite characters to all around the park. So, you know, we take that all very, very seriously because we want to make sure everyone has a very fun and safe time at, at the resort. Right. It's great that all of those uh, precautions are in place. What about capacity at this point? Where are we as far as the percentage of, uh, you know, people that you can let in as far as your maximum capacity? Sure. So right now we are doing limited capacity. And thanks to that, it's a good way to keep, you know, physical distancing and, you know, gives a little bit more room for everyone to feel, you know, more spread out and, you know, keep with all those guidelines. So, so Kiki, let's turn to you now. Um, what exactly is Plan Disney and, and what's your role in it? So here at Plan Disney, we're real guests who answer guest questions about Disney vacations. I'm a Disneyland Resort Specialist, but we also have panelists answering questions regarding Walt Disney World, Disney Cruise Line, and Disney Vacation Club as well. And we also answer in four languages, English, Spanish, French, and Portuguese. Oh, that's really great. So why don't we start with, let me ask you some questions. Um, what, um, what do we need to know about buying tickets to the resort right now, uh, you know, with COVID and everything? What's the process like? So right now, when you have to buy park tickets, you also need to make a park reservation for a specific day when you want to visit. You can go on to the Disneyland website or on your Disneyland mobile app, and you can select the number of days you want to visit and also pick the day that you would like to visit for your park reservation. Now you need both a valid ticket and a park reservation for the specific day you want to visit. and then. Easy peasy, you'll be on your way to the Disneyland Resort theme parks. Right. And so these are tickets for the, the entire day. You're not like reserving a time slot or anything like that. No. And and as a matter of fact, I recommend choosing the park hopper option. So with the park hopper option, you can go between both parks. And the park hopper option, you enter the first park. And after 1 p.m., you can hop to the next park. Right, right. So what about hotels? Uh, what should I know on that end of things? Well, I'm glad you asked. The Disneyland Resort has three on-site hotels. The Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa, Disneyland Hotel, and Disney's Paradise Pier Hotel. That's really great because being so close to the parks, you're not, you know, wasting time on getting to and from the park. You're really right there. So you can really, you know, spend the time doing the activities you want to do instead of trying to just get to the park. Absolutely. Who wants to walk all the way back to their hotel, like blocks right. and blocks away when you can just <laughs> literally just take a few steps and you're back in your hotel room and the comfort and it's easy to unwind in the afternoon too. So if you have little ones, it's a great place to just unwind 
go to the pools, take a nap, and then later on visit the park once everybody's all refreshed. Right, right, exactly. Okay, so and there's also this Disneyland app, right? So what can I use that for? I call it the handy dandy tool. It's the handy dandy mouse tool. Right now, um, you can look at attraction wait times. You can view menus. So if, if you're craving for something and you just want to check out the menu, it's there for you. And also you can do mobile ordering for food and beverages. So that way you don't have to stand in line. You can just order ahead of time. It gives you a time frame of when your food will be ready. Just head to the, the window, click on this button that says I'm here and your food will be ready for you shortly. So Kiki, when you go to the park with your family, what are you and your kids most excited about? So my kids are actually much older. Um, my daughter is 19 and my son is 14. And they've been going to Disneyland Resort theme park since they were little. And my favorite thing is revisiting the same attractions that they enjoyed as a little kid. Hmm. And, and even until now, too. Some of our favorite ones, as, as silly as it is, is it's the Winnie the Pooh ride in the um in uh, the Winnie the Pooh in the Hundred Acre Woods. It's it's so silly, but that is the one thing we absolutely have to go on. It's it's like a little <laughs> inside joke for us, and it's it's still carried with us over over the decades, really. Well, you know, it's nice to know that you know even with all of the new stuff, that some of the classics are still there that people can still go to and have that tradition, right? Absolutely, um, and and just. I can't wait to go back and stroll down Main Street, USA. It is just so iconic. It is nostalgic. It is the same path that Walt Disney walked on. Um, and I just love gazing into his apartment and seeing the light. That is that is something I am absolutely looking forward to when I return to the Disneyland Resort theme parks. So he had an apartment right there on the parks that he actually lived there? It is above the um, the fire station on Main Street. Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, and there's a light still burning, right? You'll see a light um, that, that is always on to indicate that Walt Disney is is, is there. His spirit is there. Oh, that's so yep, great. Yeah, absolutely. Rafa, uh, this might be more of a question for you. What are some of the most popular attractions and lands to experience at Disneyland? Sure. So at Disneyland right now, what I would definitely suggest to everyone to experience is the reimagined attraction Snow White's Enchanted Wish. So what happened, this attraction got reimagined and then Snow White gets her finally uh, happily ever after end. So it's super, super fun, super, super amazing attraction, very, very cute. And I definitely suggest that you go and experience it. So, so this is more are. than just a refresh. This is a total reimagining of it. Exactly. You said it perfectly. It's a reimagined attraction. I don't want to give uh, too much away, but when you go there, you're going to come like, oh, this is amazing. It's so beautiful. The technology, the storyline, it's it's really, really nice. And some other attractions as well, too, that uh, got refurbished. For example, uh, King Arthur's Carousel, Haunted Mansion, got beautiful uh, landscapes outside, uh, the attraction. And obviously, for everyone who's a huge Star Wars fan, <laughs> you must visit Star Wars Galaxy's Edge that is located at Disneyland Park. It takes you to this adventure to Batu. that once you step uh, your foot in there, you're going to be totally blown away and transported to another world. So oh, for all amazing. of you Star Wars fans, I highly recommend that you visit that park. Definitely. Yes, that's what that's on my list to do. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You know, there's a there's a tremendous amount of buzz about Avengers Campus, which is scheduled to open on June 4th. What you can, what can you share about that? Of course, it looks serious. I don't know about you, but I'm a huge fan of the Avengers <laughs> and I'm 
super, super excited about uh, Avengers Campus, that it's a new uh, six-acre six land that is completely dedicated to, uh, to training, um, recruiting, and discovering the next generation of superheroes. Uh, this area is located at Disney California Adventure Park. And the coolest thing about uh, this uh, Avengers Campus it's that all the guests will be able to team up with the Avengers and their allies, right? And some of the things that you are going to be able to see there, you're going to be able to see Spider-Man swinging into action high above Avengers campus. It's going to be mm -hmm. doing some acrobatic features that have never seen before in a Disney park. So it's going to be really, really cool, especially because it's a fully uh, immersive land and our guests are going to be able to live out their superhero dreams. So. I can't wait for it. It's going to be so that so Spider-Man thing, is that is that what's called Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure? Is that that's part of, of Avengers Campus? Uh, yeah. So Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure, it's an attraction. So that's the attraction. And the Spider-Man that you're going to be able to see swinging above uh, Avengers Campus, it's it's totally different. Oh, okay. So uh, just you know, to answer your question about uh, Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure, uh, this is an attraction based on Spider-Man. But you know, I don't want to give away too much uh, about what the attraction <laughs> is, so I'm going to give you like a little uh, general overview, you know, to keep the surprise factor for it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No spoilers, <laughs> no spoilers. Exactly. Yes, no spoilers, no spoilers. But you know, just enough to tease everyone to uh, take a look at it. So this attraction is uh, it's based on the World uh, Engineering Brigade, known as Web. Right. And the coolest part about this attraction is that Tom Holland reprises his role as Spider-Man. So in the attraction, you're going to be able to see you know, Peter Parker, whose Peter Parker is going to be inviting you to test you know, some latest invasions that are, you know, are going on on the web. And specifically, he's going to be inviting you to ride the web slinger vehicle. And for me, I, I mean, what can I tell you? Spider-Man is my favorite superhero. So being there and actually have the opportunity to shoot virtual webs from the, your wrists and making those oh. gestures, you know, the classic gestures that Spider-Man right. does. Right, right. It's just unbelievable. It's That's really... Awesome. You don't have to get bitten by a radioactive spider to do that, do you? Exactly. No need of getting beaten or anything. <laughs> you just have to, you know, start uh, moving your hands all around. And it's really cool because the technology, it's capturing all, you know, those natural uh, motions that you're doing. The only thing that you're going to have to wear is your 3D glasses, and, you know, start shooting away. And like I said, you know, as a big uh, Spider-Man fan, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is like a dream come true. So. Oh, absolutely. It sounds like any Spider-Man fan definitely needs to go to Web Slingers. Oh, for sure. And like <laughs> I said, I don't want to give too much away because you really have to experience it. But once you're there, you're going to be like, oh, it's, it's a dream for everyone who is like a huge Spider-Man fan. Oh, that is amazing. That's, and, and so what, what sort of superheroes or villains might guests see? You know what? Like I said, you know, I'm a huge fan of the Avengers and I can't wait. You know, you're going to be able to see Iron Man, Captain Marvel, uh, Admin and the Wasp. It's going to be Doctor Strange, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Black Panther, Thor. Hmm. And, you know, the coolest thing about this is you're going to be able to see the Dora Milaje uh, characters. Those are the Black uh, Panther's loyal bodyguards. Okay. And just so you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp appear for the first time at the Disneyland Resort. So it's going to be great. You're going to be able to see all your heroes there. And you're going to be feeling that you are part of the, the story as well, too. So I can't oh. wait for all the guest experience. Yeah, no, it sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, you know, wrapping up, is there anything else we should know about? I mean, Kiki, anything else you want to share with Disney enthusiasts who are listening right now? If you're looking for any tips or advice, please come over and visit us at 
plandisney.com and you and you can also find great information with this new phase reopening and all the new policies and changes happening and you can easily do that on disneyland.com as well. Well, Rafa, Kiki, this has really been great. It's also so great that things are beginning to open up again in a safe manner. Um, thank you so much for joining us on California Now. Thank you. Thank you for having us. I will look forward to seeing you at the Disneyland Resort. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Rafa Barron is a Disney ambassador for the Disneyland Resort, and Kiki Yee is a planned Disney panelist specializing in the resort. You can find lots more at Disneyland.com and get help planning via PlanDisney.com. As always, we'll have links to all the places we talked about on today's episode and lots more on our website, visitcalifornia.com slash podcast. This is California Now. Two years ago on this show, I interviewed a Legoland master builder who told me people thinking of Legoland as a kids-only place stand to miss out on a lot of fun. Well, here to update us on all that's new at Legoland California, from the new safeguards since the park reopened to brand new rides and attractions, is Dominic Ashford, head of resort experience. Welcome to California Now, Dominic. Thank you very much. Great to be here. So let's start out with your title, head of resort experience. What does that mean? Yeah, so I have the, the privilege um, here at Legoland California Resort, I guess, to be to be the voice of the guest. So my, my role, um, in addition to overseeing um, some operational elements, so running our hotel and our, our welcome operation and our entertainment operation, um, I'm also in charge of making sure that um, all the all the great guest feedback, everything that our guests want to tell us about the the experience here, is is passed on to the rest of our management team. And, uh, and we implement all the amazing ideas that, that our guests um, guests give us, and, and ultimately, you know, we're we're in the game of delivering memorable experiences. So it's my job to make sure our guests um, have just that memorable experience here at the resort. It sounds like it could be a lot of fun. I mean, you know, if you get uh, some feedback on something, you're like, well, maybe I should go experience that so I can see what they're talking about. I mean, what what's a day in the life for you like? Um, so a day in the life here. So uh, as I said, my my job is to is to see live the guest journey. So I, I make sure that I'm out in the resort, in the park, in the hotel, the water park and the aquarium as much as I, I can be. Um, you know, I get the, the great job of riding the rides, tasting the food, <laughs> and speaking with our guests, um, and, and really learning about what they think about us here as a resort. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really fortunate to be in such a great position. And um, it's, it's definitely fun every day here. Yeah, that's great. So now the resort, which is located in Carlsbad in uh, North San Diego County, is fully operational again, right? So what do listeners need to know on that front? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've been working extremely hard for over a year to make sure that we've got the most rigorous plan in place. Um, so I definitely, uh, first of all, if there are any guests wondering what we're doing or, or having questions, download our, our Legoland California app um, and also check out legoland.com slash California um, to check out our Safe to Play guide. And that will have um, all the specifics of, of why we, we are safe to play. Um, but just to touch on some of the specifics. So we are asking our guests to wear masks. So anyone two and up, and that's for the safety of, of our guests and our, and our, and our staff, our, our model citizens. Um, as you scan your tickets, you're going to be asked to take place in a, uh, take part in a temperature check. Um, and in addition to that, you know, we're taking social distancing very, very seriously. So, um, you know, there's going to be extra room in our queue lines, uh, in shops and our restaurants to make sure everyone feels as uh, safe as possible. Um, and our app offers um, a great resource for our guests. So whether it's 
buying tickets, um, looking at show times, checking out our, our wait times, or, or seeing uh, what what restaurant you'd like to, one of our great restaurants you'd like to visit inside the resort. Um, you know that the app has something for everyone. I saw on your Instagram feed that the Lego Movie World area is now operational. I know a lot of people have been looking forward to that. Can you tell us about it? Yeah, definitely. So, um, uh, and we're, and we're so excited. Uh, you know, we're, uh, this is going to be, um, our, our biggest and best addition to, to Legoland California Resort. And that's, you know, in Legoland California Resort's history. Um, so Lego Movie World opens, uh, to the public on Thursday, May 27th. Uh, so I need to get that, that plug in there. But really, we are, we're transporting our guests into the middle of, of the Lego Movie universe. And for those guests uh, out there who who are fans of the Lego Movie and the Lego Movie Two, um, you know, Britsburg is the center of that Lego Movie universe, and you know, our, our new land is going to allow guests uh, to, to be transported into Britsburg. And we've we've got a number of different brand new, amazing rides, attractions, and, and entertainment offerings uh, within the Lego Movie world. What exactly is it like? What is the experience like? Is it a virtual experience? Is it a, a you know a real world experience? Yeah, so um, within within this immersive land, um, we've got some some new rides. So in addition to um, one of our, new, our brand new carousel and our Unikitty's disco drop, we've probably got our, our hero attraction, which uh, is called Emmett's Flying Adventure. And I was lucky enough to, to take a ride on Emmett's Flying Flying Adventure a couple of days ago. Yeah, my expectations were, were pretty high, but I must say that the, the, the experience even wowed me more, more than I could, uh, could ever imagine. I, I don't want to give too much away, um, <laughs> but the Emmett's Flying Adventure, you know, uh, families are going to be able to take a ride on, on Emmett's couch, um, and it's, it's an indoor flying theatre experience. So you're going to be sitting on Emmett's couch, flying around Britsburg, uh, and, and maybe uh, some of the, the Lego movies, um, uh, most famous uh, characters are going to be going to be joining. Uh, I should also touch um, on our Queen Whatever's carousel. So we are going to be launching that as part of, of Lego Movie World, and uh, we're also going to be um, offering the chance for our guests to meet uh, their favourite Lego Movie characters in Emmett's Super Suite. So they can meet Emmett and his friends and, and get a picture with. Uh, with our with our Lego Movie World characters and, uh, and have that to take away as a, as a memory as well. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. I mean, did you get a chance to try out all the new rides before opening day, like just to make sure that they're fun enough? Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, our, our staff have been uh, have had the had the great opportunity to ride. Um, of course, they're, they're, they're training um, to, to operate our, our, our brand new attractions. So all our team get the chance to take a sneak peek. We've been fortunate enough to ride them flying adventure. Uh, I can I can promise everyone it's going to be a, a great experience. <laughs> so so what else is new at the park? Um, so um, Lego Movie World is our is really our, our brand new offering for for 2021. But I mean, really everything's new again. We've we've been closed a year, um, so we've had the opportunity to uh, to refresh um, a lot of our resort, make sure it's looking amazing for our guests. You know, our, our hotel is probably one of the the, the the more popular elements of our resort. You know, we have two hotels here at, here at Legoland. Um, we have our Legoland Hotel where you can um, stay in themed rooms like Ninjago um, and be an adventurer in one of our adventurer rooms. And then we've got our Castle Hotel, our newer hotel, and uh, you get the chance to, to be a wizard 
uh, <laughs> be a princess uh, and, and really be immersed in that in that whole in that castle theme. But um, you know, our, our hotels are also booking right now. So if you do wish to, to stay stay with us for, for more than one day, I did mention you know we're a, a resort destination, so you know, we encourage guests to stay here for, for two or three days to really maximise their experience, especially with the aquarium and the water park. So. You know, check out all our, our hotel offerings uh, at legoland.com uh, and also uh, on our app. So, Dominic, be- before we wrap up, is there anything else you want people to know about Legoland California now that it's reopened? Yeah, I, I think the, the main things we've got coming up is yeah, Lego Movie World um, is going to be opening May 27th. Um, we're, we're super excited. It's going to be the biggest investment in the land that we've, that we've ever opened here. So make sure you... Uh, Get your tickets, download the app. Um, it's going to be a, a busy summer here. We're, we're, we're really excited to, to, to welcome all our guests back uh, under a safe uh, safe environment here. We've, we've got all those, those safety procedures that I mentioned before. We're, we're super excited. We're, we're, we're so grateful to be, to be open again and uh, welcome back all our guests. Who, you know, we, we've missed our guests as much as <laughs> they, they've missed us. I can, I can promise you that. But Lego Movie World is going to be amazing. and We can't wait to, to, to share it with all our guests and have a Have an awesome summer of 2021. Dominic, this has been so great. Thank you so much for joining us on California Now. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Dominic Ashford is head of resort experience at Legoland California online at legoland.com slash California. As always, we'll have links to all the places we talked about on today's episode and lots more on our website, visitcalifornia.com slash podcast. This is California Now. Thank you for listening to California Now. We hope you enjoyed this episode and get a chance to hit the road soon. This podcast is produced by Visit California. I'm your host, Satirius Johnson. You can find our show on iTunes and Stitcher. Please subscribe and please check our website for the latest in the way of state travel advisories. It's visitcalifornia.com. California.